Welcome, hunters, to the Hunters Hub, episode 31. Uh, today, Fortuan here, uh, joined by So Hellkite. Is that how you say it? Oh, is it? Yeah, So Hellkite. That's how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, first of all, I wanted to th- have a big thank you to Wolfie Mellon, who is providing our music now. Um, it was very nice of her to do that. Um, and we're going to continue shouting her out. Go watch her stuff. She's amazing. Honestly, she. I've, I've used some of her stuff in the past on my videos. And honestly, she, she's an angel. I've met her in person. And she's just as lovely as you see her on Twitter or anything else. She's yeah. just bubbly, <laughs> lovely, very lively and very loving. So you need to go check her stuff out. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it was very nice of her. And I also want to thank um, the artist of our show, Jeremy Clark. Um, he's the one who did our logo and stuff. Um, I don't know where you can find him. I did, he just told me his name and that's it. So find a Jeremy, Jeremy Clark. Clark. No links or anything. No nope. links. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, I tried to contact him about it and I hadn't heard from him back. So, um, hopefully you get something back from him then. Yeah. Um, so today, so Helkai and I are going to be talking about a few things. Um, but, uh, first of all, uh, we'd like to ask you a couple questions on this podcast. So first of all, um your favorite weapon which i'm gonna guess is hammer oh man i love the blunt instrument i love the caveman weapon i <laughs> it's, it's such a good weapon it adds so much to a hunt it does yeah um i'm a i'm a ex hammer bro i i play pl- an ex hammer bro man get back on that bandwagon well um to be honest i love the hammer um uh, but i played it from monster hunter uh freedom 2 to th- uh, all the way through Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, which is a lot of hours for me. Yeah. Um, and then I got kind of tired of it because I felt it was too simple and I wanted to do something more involved. So I switched okay. to Charge Blade in For You. And Everyone's then- favorite weapon, but no, the Charge Blade is a oof, good weapon. And then in World, I switched from Charge Blade to Longsword because I've like the generation style of charge blade don't hurt me <laughs> no no I, I understand the the thing is that i'm terrible the reason, the reason why i don't like using charge blade is because i'm really bad at using charge blades oh dude guard pointing like i love doing it but it's like a hit and miss for me i it's i mean that's why i respect a lot of people i always give oh charge blade's so rubbish but actually i'm there going no i just can't use it because there's so much micromanaging with the weapon that's why I'm just like, give me something very blunt to hit something with. So that's why I always go for hammer. But longsword, good choice. Apart from the tripping up part, I hate when longsword users do that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's why I focus on the tail and I just sort of fill in where, where people are. Unless it's my brother. Then I like hitting him around. <laughs> Make his life hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's an insect glaive user, so it doesn't really hit him well, a he lot. Just, he just, if he gets hit and it's his fault, you know, he used to be in the skies. <laughs> and he needs to have his buffs up. It's like it's like I'm his little yeah. reminder. You need your buffs, man. You need your buffs. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so the next question is uh, your top three monsters. Okay, top three monsters. Oh, it's going to be kind of hard because there's so many cool ones. Um, I'll start from three, then go to one afterwards. I'll go in that way. So third, okay. I'm going to have to go for Fatalis. I absolutely oh, love nice. Fatalis. He's such a cool, evil, menacing elder dragon. And I remember when the first time I saw him, I was like, I can do this. He one-shot me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm not going to go melee against him. So we, like, and there's three variants of him as well. you got like normal Crimson and the white Fatalis, all their mm-hmm. own unique themes, own battle arena. And he's just an awesome monster. Yes. Um, second, I'm going to have to go for Kashala Deora. I okay. love Kashala Deora. He's it's a fan- phenomenal monster. I love him. But I remember fighting him in Freedom 2, just farming his uh, his uh, armor and weapons and trying to get the Elder Blood so I can level up my ancient greatsword. Got to bring that poison and, weapon, man. Oh, man. I didn't, at the time, I, was, I didn't know what poison was. I was, was playing play on a PSP by myself. I had no friends to play with. Right. So it was basically Billy No Mates by myself. And now Kushala is a, a great monster. I love those like different variants from the normal one to a rusted Kushala, and they sound so different. And his music is just, oh so good. It is. It's I love really him. Great. And number one, man, it's Rathalos. Rathalos is oh nice. That's a first. We've never had someone say Rathalos. Rathalos is just he was my first wall. I remember I played literally the first monster on the PSP. I encountered him. It was the, it was the typical oh go get an egg. What's the worst that could happen? 
got an egg. <laughs> Rathalos is there. I honestly, I felt chills go up my spine. I was like, what? Yeah. And and it's like one of the things that like, you're not strong enough, but you will be. So I remember getting to that point where I, you know, took forever to grind all my gear up. I finally had this one-on-one fight and it was such an epic fight. I've never been so accomplished in my life in a video game. And then, you know, and he's been in every single title. He's, he's I've kind of grew up with him in a way, you know. Yeah. He was this really clunky, hitboxy, annoying wyvern to now the king of the skies and he's just oh i love him was, I, there's no nothing nothing can beat raffalos wasn't he so skinny to begin with you go back and he was look like at those he was pictures. like it's like that he looked, he looked really bad so yeah he, he the big jump up because when i when i first started going wow he's really changed was monster hunter try uh, monster hunter try yes. monster hunter 3u that's where he where got he the got, big he, overhaul big overhaul the new animations he was so yeah. like alive i was like oh he's so good yeah yeah i love him Raphalos, best monster. How do you feel about Dread King, or have you fought it? Dread King is hell. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Red King is just... The amount of fire that happens is ungodly. I remember first fighting him, and it was just screams, because I was not expecting everything. He was he was so hard when I first fought him. Yeah. I think it's of every monster, but like he's just difficult, because he hits very hard. The fire that goes everywhere... But he has the best, pretty much overall best set in the game, the Deviant does. It has everything you want, so right. it's well worth the risk to get that set. It has everything from high-grade earplug, attack up large, weakness exploit. It's everything you want in a set. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't get to um, do a lot of Deviants and Generations. I lost my save 200 hours in. Yeah, I saw your tweet about it. I was like, oh, that's rough. Yeah. Um, so I was like, screw it. I'm just going to move on to Monster Hunter Stories until Monster Hunter World comes out. <laughs> Which I ended up putting oh, down dear. stories as soon as I finished it. And I was just like, yeah, it's it's okay. Like, I don't, I stories, don't. it's always alright. I, I, I kind of quit the game because I accidentally... Um, the game didn't have an autosave feature. It was really dumb. And I was grinding for literally about 12 hours straight because I, I was working. Mm-hmm. And I dropped, my, I dropped my DS and the cartridge fell out and it lost the save. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to not play this game anymore. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> It was I'm a sign done. from God. 12, 12, 12 hours that she just gone down the drain. I was like, okay, no, bye. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Horrible. So we have one one question, a little bit more of a racy one, but uh, it, it can be tame or not, depending on your disposition. But um, we'd like to ask you, which monster would you date? Oh, my God. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. We did this okay. to Wolfie, too. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, huh. Okay. It's, it's caught me off guard, which I like. Um, <laughs> ooh, I'm really thinking now. Um, God. If it helps, I'll tell you what I answered. Yeah, yeah, please. Just, I'm, I'm going to keep <clears throat> thinking. I'm going to brainstorm. Yeah. So I always answer Agnactor. Uh, and the reason why is I want to be with the hottest one in the room. Um. And it has that <laughs> swagger. You cannot deny the Agnactor swagger. Yeah, the Agnactor swagger is pretty good. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Bracadios. Okay. Because he he knows he you know he's a brawler. He'll look after you. He'll look after you, man. Mm-hmm. And he seems like he's you know he, he just he's scared of water, so you got to keep him away from some water. So you got to um, protect him too. I've got to protect him away from like you know paddling pools and stuff. Okay. So it's kind of kind of one of them little waifu sort of moments of like splashing water, you know, yeah. sparkles. Um, <laughs> Bracky, uh, yeah, I love Bracky, and uh, he seems like a sweetheart. I'll go for Bracky any day. Okay, cool, awesome. <laughs> what was that question? <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, we used to do user questions a long time ago. Oh, that was so good. And that okay, was one of on. the user questions, and we sort of stuck with it. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll be, we'll be getting user questions eventually again. Uh, <laughs> but okay okay oh man <laughs> um so first thing i wanted to talk about kind of is um you know where you're at currently in monster hunter um so for me a lot of people hear my progress i'm monster hunter world crown hunting i've breached 520 hours um i've got three crowns left guys three i got a that's large a, that's pretty good man large kusha last night and i got a large nerg the night before so Oof. I that's pretty that's pretty good. I'm excited, but I'm probably gonna put down world after I get those crowns, at least for a little bit, because I have yeah, li- yeah, yeah. literally played 
every day since launch. I have not missed a day. So no, it's going to be when I hit those crowns, I'm going to put it down probably for a couple of weeks unless something cool comes out, which watch yeah, something yeah, cool like come out content. as soon as I finish it. And then I'll never <laughs> so to put it down. Tweet update. Boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Best start playing again. Um, but I've also been playing Monster Hunter Generations again, uh, rebuilding that save that I lost. Um, and thanks to the Twitter poll, which I do believe you were part of. Uh, I was, yes. Um, I am now playing Adept Greatsword. It's a really cool... It, uh, Adept Greatsword's so good. It is. <laughs> it's, I'm learning it, and I'm glad I'm still in low rank learning it. Um, I destroyed Kazoo with it, and then Gypsurus destroyed me. So... <laughs> um still learning <laughs> but uh, it's yeah it it's a good choice to go for like you know what that's what's so good about the low, the low thing so you can you know get the timing just right and stuff yeah awesome so where are you at in the games right now and which well, ones are you playing? like with everyone else monster the world like i've done a lot in monster the worlds like mm-hmm. i played it literally so many so many hours i put into that game right and um what was i doing i think i was gem hunting i was doing getting trying to get as much deviance as i possibly could to not deviant sorry uh tempered yeah to try and get some decent gems and decent shards and of course lo and behold they never 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 drop so it's a constant battle of trying to get the gems it's the desire sensor it's a desire sensor man definitely and trying to get that you know trying to make that perfect you know hammer set you know i'm trying to go for like everything in there hard hitting slugger evade that sort of thing it's a really good hammer set i'm trying to go for okay um I've kind of I've kind of like taking a break. Little I go back to it every now and again. You know, got some friends on play it together. But no, I'm playing some generations at the minute. I'm slowly getting the grind up again. I've put like nearly 500 hours into generations, which is dumb. Yeah, and, that's uh, a lot. I'm trying. I'm trying to get a lot. I'm trying to get the grind on again. Level up my deviance. Get all the sets I need to do as well. And uh, I played it the other day. And honestly, the di- the difference between generations as well is staggering. Oh, it is. Like. There's 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 positives and negatives to both titles. That generations have some really good stuff, while world doesn't. But world has a really smoother, polished combat system. While generations is still quite clunky. Um, I think Gaijin Hunter put it really well. Where Monster Hunter World fails, generations and Double Cross sort of pick up, and where they fail, Monster Hunter World picks up. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with that completely. It was a good tweet. I was like, I mean, you, you, you're amazing. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with that completely. Like, what I kind of miss in Monster Hunter is the themes that certain monsters have. I don't, I don't hear that in Worlds. They, I, you know, they're know, muted. They're so, they're so much quieter. Um, uh, I was mentioning this to uh, Wolfie actually when we talked. We talked about music on her episode. And um, the Teostra, it's got a great theme. They've changed it up a bit. It's really cool. You can't hear it that well. And no, you can't. It's, the theme itself is a little taken down from the blaring horns it used to be. So, yeah. me, it's an exit, uh, exit, uh, ex-trumpet uh, player. I love horns. And, you know, I love... You know, I love hearing that sort of like blaring horn music, and it wasn't there, and I was like, "Oh man." <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I when I played it previously, I did like a some content with a friend, and we listened to the Bracky theme. And I was like, "This is so good." Where's the themes and worlds? The only one, the only ones you can really hear is uh, Basil Geese and Devil Joe and some of the Elder Dragon. But it's very very quiet, and I've noticed as well. I was kind of disappointed with World actually. Yeah. Proof of Proof of the Hero, one of the most iconic musics for Monster Hunter. It's so flat in world, I've noticed. Maybe that's just me saying that, but like generations, like old Monster Hunter generations, the Proof of the Hero sounds phenomenal and godly. Yeah. But in world, it seems like they're trying to go for, you know, that song Driven by the Stars, an amazing piece, don't get me wrong, but it seems, it seems like trying to go for that's like, oh, this is now the main song for Monster Hunter. Yeah. Proof of the Hero, that, that's in the past, man. That's yeah. what it seems anyway. Yeah, that's it's unfortunate because I don't think we're ever going to get rid of Proof of a Hero. That's Proof of the Hero is one of the songs that makes me go, Urgh! I love it. I mean, like, it's such a badass theme. I, I remember fighting like again back in the previous time, fighting Lara Shan, mm-hmm. and um, came oh, to the yeah. wall. You hit the spikes, you get impaled, then Proof of the Hero starts, and I love that. You know when, when it happens too. You know when you get you know when you get the stupid chills in the back and then you need to get all like motivated and all of your friends are all around you and I was playing with like a group of four friends all of a sudden like yeah I just jumped in with the music just 
Oh, the music. Proof of the Hero cannot be beaten, in my opinion. It's probably <laughs> the best music. It's the best theme for Monster Hunter. Nice. Um, so, I, I did forget one question for you. Um, okay. Where did you... So, I'm, I picked this up from what you were saying earlier. You got started on Monster Hunter Freedom, you said? Monster Hunter Freedom, yeah, on the okay. PSP. Cool. Years ago. Yeah. No, it's... Um, I actually... I would say Freedom is my least played Monster Hunter. Um, I started on the the PS2, the the original Monster Hunter on PS2, and I played that for over two thousand hours. Um, and then that's, that's Freedom impressive. came out, and it felt like the same. Aside from I got to the Yi and Garuga, and I sort of quit. Uh, I didn't really know what else was in there. Eventually, all those monsters came up again in Freedom 2, which I did play a lot more. But, yeah. So, so Freedom was, uh, was uh, a great pickup. So how, what caused you to pick up Freedom when you first did? It was actually a really interesting kind of little story because, like, I remember years... I, I talked to someone I needed to go about this. Like, I heard about Monster Hunter from when I was a kid on the bus, like, you know, full of youth, full of, like, dreams and stuff on a bus jiggling away to going to school yeah and i had these guys in front of me oh i fought a big monster and he's big and red and he shot me for five will kill me it was awesome i was using a big gun i was thinking oh that sounds really cool and i was thinking i'm assuming now he's using like a heavy bow and fighting against raffalos or something right and i was friends with this guy I said, oh can i buy that game you got because oh sorry now i've lost it i've sold it i was like bugger i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't think of the name at all mm-hmm. so uh years and years and years and years passed after that it's for the PS2 that was. And then I was by my friend's house and well, I was like, I was bored. So bored. You know when you might <laughs> go in your friend's house and you have like a four or five day sleepover where like, you know, I'm just sitting there bored out of my mind. Going, oh, he's on the computer. I'm burnt out. I let's go for his PS- PSP session. Let's be fair. There wasn't that many great PSP games. There was really hardly any good PSP games. And then flipped across Monster Hunter Freedom. I was like, what's this game? My friend was like, oh, you can play it. It's, uh, it's not very good. Uh, it's very hard. And I was like, hard, you say? Boot it up, <laughs> played it, got absolutely destroyed by Velocidrome and Velocipray. And I was like, okay, I'm not playing this game. And then I stopped playing it for like a week. But I still took it home with me. And then after that, I had the itch to go back. And I was like, I wonder if I can beat it. And then I beat it. And I was like, ooh, that was a good feeling. What other monsters are in this game? Mm. now jumping now i'm now i'm now i'm 27 years old and i've played (laughs) thousands and thousands of hours of monster hunter (laughs) it's stuck it's it's such a good game honestly that feeling of like i think that's what monster Hunter does really well has that sense of reward when you kill a monster you know that kind of fist pump in the air and you feel so good that you 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 hit this wall and there's no there was no other game like this that's what was so unique about it i was all i was all into fantasy killing giant monsters and stuff but I can never find a game like that. Never until Monster Hunter. You can always tell a great game from these many clones as it spawns. Exactly. Um, Monster Hunter is the stepping stone to make all these great sort of like uh, hunting general games now. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a unique thing. And the story of it, the, how it came to be in general, is always so cool. And I, I don't know if you... Do you know why it was made or not? I've talked Monster about Monster Hunter? It. Yeah. Oh god, I think I knew about it, but just explain anyway. Because you can do that. You know, I'll do the short that, version because I say this about every bulb, episode. Yeah. <laughs> but hit, hit uh, that light bulb, yeah, wake me up. So, um, Capcom was like, "Hey, people are starting to play video games online. How do we do this?" Three projects came across that desk that went out. One was a racing game, so Ugh. obvious of how that becomes online. You race against other people. Resident Evil Outbreak Ugh. was the second one which survived for two games. Um, decent <laughs> game, but it didn't do well, I think. It wasn't like, oh, this isn't really Resident Evil. Where's the blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter was the one success that it was a big success that came across that desk. That, this is how you play games online. So that's sort of like the quick version of how it came to be. And yeah. it's been amazing since. It's so cool that it was just sort of like a, it was a it was a it was a solution <laughs> to a problem that was like way over the top. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, Capcom really had well. Monster Hunter is the game has literally been keeping Capcom afloat. I would say for oh, years yes. because yes. it's it's huge in Japan, massive. Yep. And I I said to my wife, my wife was like, "Oh, I want to go to Japan and sightsee." I, like, I want to go to Japan and go to Monster Hunter World. She looked at me like, "What?" 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, my so, wife is very well, well aware of how popular it is in Japan because I continually bash it into her head. But <laughs> yeah, my wife, my wife's sick of me about Monster Hunter now. Like she's, she's sick of it. It's like, God damn it, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so my wife, she gets. Uh, oops, something fell there. But um, <laughs> um, she uh, she do, she doesn't get really annoyed with me. What she does, she likes to play games together, and I put that in quotations. More like her, oh. her playing on her cell phone while I play. Um, but she gets mad if I do it without her. Um, oh, okay. And she got that way a little bit about Monster Hunter World. And I was like, "Hun, I run a podcast. I can't just wait for you to play like once a week. Like I, yeah. I, I cannot, I can't do that. I, I would gladly show you the monsters you missed and that kind of stuff. And she's become disinterested and she doesn't care anymore. So yeah, <laughs> I think because that is my wife's fed up with it. Cause I have so much like little, little figurines all over the place. I have only like, a few. I, I, I have on my desk, I have, a, I have like a big silver raffle off of a Nergigante figure and some lovely little things that Capcom sent me, which was really sweet of them. They sent me like a little plushie and a, a, nice. a cup. And, yeah, it's really sweet of them. Good old good old Sock. Shout out to Socks and uh, Drake Hunter when he was community manager. Love them, guys. Yeah, I, I have not... Uh, I have not really benefited from Capcom at all. We're, we're new enough, I guess, or, you know, whatever. Sometimes people you, don't you know have, uh, You have Yuri. He's the um, American guy. He is yep. freaking awesome. I mean, all the community managers what I've seen so far, Sox, uh, Yuri, and oh, Peach, I think it's Stacey Peach. She's a, she's a German community manager. Yes. And it's a French guy. I can't, can't pronounce his name, but all of them are just so freaking awesome. I love them, guys. I have reached That's out so to cool. Yuri, but with no response yet. So Yuri's a, they're, they're a, they're, they're a busy guy. I mean, oh, I've yeah, messaged Socks, and he's, he's, he is, like, blanked. But, like, he's when okay. I meet him in person, he's the most bubbly, most loving person you'll ever meet. He's fantastic. You guys make me jealous. I kind of want to go to Europe now. I just want to. Socks is a giant. When you meet him, he's like kind of the green giant. Like he's huge. Like he towered over me. I was like, oh boy. But he's he's a lovable green giant. He's he's very very like handshaky. You know, fist bumpy sort of guy. But uh, trying to get hold of him on Twitter is impossible because he's just so busy. Yeah. So. No, I figured. Um. So let's uh, let's transition to our first topic, and uh, it might be a short one. It might be a long one. I don't I don't know how this <laughs> okay. will go. Um, but I want to talk about the Monster Hunter movie. Um, you had a rant. <gasps> you had a rant on this, and I was like, "Oh, we got it. We got a dish on this." Um, so this came yeah. out in what was it, 2016? Is when this was first announced, and they showed the concepts for it. And I immediately went on like a Facebook crusade to like, "Let's take this down. Let's just not." And I know that I am not normally sort of like a like a, a let's it. not do this, let's burn this kind of thing. Uh, as my audience knows, I'm a pretty laid back person when it comes to stuff. I'm like, nah, it's okay. This one got me fired up because um, it doesn't come up a lot, but I'm I'm a big movie person also. Um, and I used to do movie reviews, actually. Um, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, it was for my company, right? But it was like a company newsletter, but I... I did get sort of paid for it. Um, it's still pretty cool, man. Just review things, get paid for it. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was just part of the job, really. It wasn't like I was never recognized as a movie critic, which is fine. Um, I'm not. I'm more of a, when it talks to, you know, when, I'm more like a talking kind of person. That's why I have a podcast. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the movie, one of the movies I did see, though, was one of the res I don't remember which one it was. I I know it was it was not the first one, but it was one of the Resident Evil movies, and uh, I was like, this is this is just garbage. Like the first one was okay. Like I was like, this is deviating a lot from the source material, so I'm I'm kind of weary about it. But then they announced another and another and another. What are they on? Like eight now of these? Movies? I don't know. I watched the first one. I watched a bit of the second one, and then I after that I just got really kind of like ugh. There's another one coming out. Oh, there's another one coming out. He threw them out so quickly. Yeah. So this director and his wife are his wife, who's the star, uh, have been doing these Resident Evil movies forever, and they do well. And I don't know why, but because they are terrible. But then again, are you, are a lot you, of are terrible you quoting, movies. Are you quoting when you said "well," like "well," quote quote? Dude, have you seen the have you seen the reviews for these films? 
I mean, on I don't know, numbers. I don't know how like they sell. I don't, sold, I don't know how yeah. they sell. Why did I sell? I I, I can't I can't answer that for you. Um, Does he buy the tickets himself? So a little bit of a plug for another podcast. If you guys ever listen to the Sincast, Cinema Sins, those guys they're really good at expressing like these movies suck. Why do they sell? That's a common theme, right? Um, funny story. It actually ins- helped inspire me making this podcast. I've reached out to him a couple times about it and they've always been like that's awesome man <laughs> but yeah. yeah you know inspiration sort of thing you know comes from the smallest places and you know yeah it's really cool seeing that like you know you get inspired by someone else and then you can eventually do content with that person it's really like <gasps> yeah that's really cool I, I hope to one day but we have very little crossover on what we talk about like i might be able to talk about movies once in a while but i am a nobody when it comes to movies <laughs> like uh i don't like this movie because this and the, uh, these guys like, I, don't, I don't like this movie because a b z yeah. You know, these guys, they, they, they seem very in-depth. Yeah. But yeah, um, Monster in the Movie, it, wow, I don't know where to begin. I already ranted about this and I was so mad about it because it disappeared for ages, as you just said, and it re- reoccurred. And Paul Ryan said, ah, I have $60 million and we are going to shoot in Africa and my wife's going to be the, probably the main protagonist. And they had the little seven-second clip and it looked, the CGI was good. I'm not going to lie, the CGI looked pretty good. But I want to make some points about it. One, why the hell are they in a shopping mall? Why are they in our world? Right. Like, yeah. No, that's... I don't understand. That doesn't make sense. And then two, the Gormagala has eyes. He doesn't have eyes. He has very, very poor vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he only, he only really flares up with his eyes when he gets angry and when his feelers pop out on his head. Yep. And Raphalos did the squat roar like a tiger axe. Yes. He, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that at all. And... And then the plot, I read the plot as well. The plot doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, this person, like, you know, I mean, and I'm talking like sort of like the Matrix sort of plot. Like, as, as I said, like, the main character has a dead end job. He's got nothing going for him. Then he finds out he's a hero of a descendant hero. And he must go back to the magical world of Monster Hunter to train to be a Monster Hunter. Then go back to our world to slay the monster. And it's like, this sounds so wrong in so many levels. Like, it, no. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what did you think about the premise? But you kind of answered it right there. It's, it's, it's so horrible. dumb. Like, number one, right, there's no magic in Monster Hunter. As far as I know, you don't see guys walking around with staves or magicians or anything like that, casting things. And, like, there's a no. scene you see in the back with a Raphalos coming out of a portal. And the Raphalos is, like, the size of, like, half a skyscraper or something. He's it's, massive. It's a double gold crown, don't you know? It's a... <laughs> It's a, it's a triple platinum crown, Raphalos. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. And then, again, there's no magic in Monster Hunter. So right. why is there portals? There was, I mean, I'm not sure what happened with the law, because, you know, the law is very finicky with Monster Hunter, like the ancient civilization. But I don't think they had magic. They just experimented on monsters, which was quite creepy. But right. you can't train to be a hunter. You're born a hunter, because they even said hunters have, like, this sort of superhuman strength. Right. As you see in games, this is why they can wield giant weapons. They can jump from great heights. They can take a brunt force. It's because they're like superhumans. I've read like a lore thing about it where they're just they're extra better than humans. They're humans, but better. Like so right. much better. They're not normal. You'd have they're to not be. Frail. They're not frail humans. You can't train to be that. You really can't. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole like, you know, then going to the world of magical monster hunting. It's like, that's... what We, we get away... From reality because we like fantasy why put fantasy in reality it doesn't yeah. really make sense like, oh i want a raffles of you know over you know new york city and it's like it's shown these two monsters I, the only thing i'm hoping with paul anderson as much as i dislike the man hopefully i like being proven wrong i like going you know what you proved me wrong good job I hope that he, you know, he took a long break and he did his research on Monster Hunter. Did long research. I like played Monster Hunter World, most likely because, you know, it's really, really yeah. popular now. Um, maybe he ran into the wiki about the areas and stuff. Like, maybe we shouldn't put it in the real world. But this is Paul Anderson we are talking about. He doesn't really listen to reason. He listens to what his strange mind listens to. He's... Yeah. I don't know. Again, I like to be proven wrong, but it is Paul Anderson, so I do think we're going to get that move. I'm going to go watch it, most likely. I'll probably walk out halfway. I'm not sure. So, I'm going to watch wait it. and see. I'm going to watch the whole thing. Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll say this. A lot of people crap on the Doom movie. I actually like the Doom movie. 
The so. only bit I liked in the Doom movie was when the guy went superhuman. Yeah, when because the first I'm, person part is pretty cool. I, I like love the first person part. I like the character Goat. His name was Goat. But I don't understand the whole infection thing. That no, I don't. Really, that was really dumb. It was like it that was. was clearly that monster who infected him was an imp who threw fireballs. Where right. are the fireballs? The, yeah. No. no, it's you're you're totally right. I'm well, that kind of explain it, but it's not it's not a good explanation. <laughs> it's not worth repeating. <laughs> this so. is not a this is not a Doom podcast. This is a Monster Hunter podcast. Well, hey, I I, <laughs> I do mention Doom is my third favorite series, so. Oh, man, I can't wait for the new one. Because they left up for a cliffhanger. Yes, I'm excited. Oh, the ending. The ending was so good, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive on just a little how, how fanboy I got. I'm going to mention the last boss. If anyone's spoiled, I don't care. When, yeah. you, you know when we're fighting the big goat guy? And I was like, man, I would really want to see one of the cyborg spiders. I really want to see that. But I've really enjoyed the game. Last bog, cyborg spider. I was like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> Killed it's the boss and fight. she's twitching away, twitching away. You walk up to her, pick up her mouth, shove the BFG in her mouth, and pull the trigger. I was like, <gasps> I, I loved it. I, was, I, I, I went mad when that happened. I was like, yes, Doom Guy. Yeah. Doom Guy's a beast. I love him. He is. Oh. I love it. Uh, it was my favorite game of 2016. Uh, it despite, was probably mine, yeah. I loved it. Despite Generations coming out that year. Oh, no, Doom was so good. I played I played it like three times. It's so good. Yeah, I and oh. one of my platinums. Hopefully, Monster in the World's my next platinum. <laughs> I'm nowhere near platinum. I'm too like oh, I have to do this, this, and this, and then I kind of lose, lose track and stuff. I only have the crowns left. That's it. <laughs> I wish you luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I was gonna say like uh for the the movie um I think I'm gonna watch it regardless, just so I can come back and I can rant about it. But I see. Uh, like you said, maybe if it was set back in the actual world. Um, but this kind of does play on my childhood fantasies of Monster Hunter. Because I remember being stuck in traffic with my dad. And just imagining a Blanganga just coming across the traffic and just flipping cars. Oh, Jesus. And I was just like, it would be so cool. But if- then I made a point, like, again, I don't think it would work. Like, Monster Hunter in the real oh, world. Oh, no, just, it wouldn't. Just, it- it seems out of place. I mean, imagining you know, people make some really cool skits of like, I've seen this um, clip of these Japanese guys putting a devil jar in real life and they're using like guns and stuff. It was a really cool video. I'd recommend you probably watch that. But like, here's, here's, a, here's a quick plot. I literally thought up in the rant video I did. Literally, it's very cliche, but it would fit in the premise of Monster Hunter. You, the main protagonist is either a kid or a teenager in a village, right? One of the little villages, yeah? Yeah. And it's in the future. Like, you know, it's not like, you know, back in old civilization. It's something like... Kind of like uh, Kyoto Village or like maybe, maybe the Snowy Mountain Village from Freedom 2. Poke. Yeah, very simple. Poke, uh, Poke Village. Yeah, I'm already done with names. Yeah, Poke fine. Village. And it gets attacked. It gets attacked by an elder dragon, like maybe a Kashala Diora or maybe a Rathalos comes over and just literally completely levels it. And of course, killing everyone. You know, just putting that one. And you're the only survivor. You probably square up to it or you run away. Whatever. And then you get picked up by a band of hunters. And then you, it kind of like, it's kind of like a progression story. Like you can see like a progression going on. Like your character, he's, yeah. he's building up to be this really badass hunter. And then, you know, there's, he, he meets friends, bonds are created, maybe some love interest. I don't know. And, <laughs> um, he may, he maybe can go to like classic, like old cities, like, you know, old towns and monster hunter would be really cool to see some really old ones or like some classic ones. And then, um, he gets the quest to go kill this rampaging monster and then you can have this really cool one-on-one fight or maybe him and his friends take on this monster. It's very cliche, but that could work. So uh, a little bit of a, a window into Fortuan again. Um, I actually wrote a fanfic back in okay. 2010. I never told anyone about this. It never left my computer where that happened, right? there's a little boy and a little girl. Um, I think I said they were eight and 10. Their, their um, village isn't big enough to be protected by the guild. So they have to sort of fend for themselves, right? Lowly hunters around the area, most likely. Okay. Yeah, it fails. And a Rathian actually levels everything. 
um, because she decides to take up a nest in that forest. So they're they're in the territory. So yeah, take away got to take away the threat. Yep. So the the story, and I'll make it brief, uh, ends up with the boy and the girl running away, and they end up finding themselves in one of the big cities eventually. But there's a good portion of the journey of them fending for themselves against a pack of uh, velociprey and a velociraptor oh, cool. hunting cool, them yeah. along the way. Um, so the girl and the boy. They're, they're sort of growing up, and it, then it becomes sort of like a human story in that city. You're not really seeing a lot of the monsters as they're growing up. But the boy, and they're, they're hunters, right? They're, they're those super hunters, but they're too young to hunt. So they both take on training. One of them goes with like a field scout team, and the other one decides to sign up as one of the guild hunters. So... Um, so like the one guy, he's the, the boy is out in the field doing the hunts and that kind of stuff, and she's becoming like one of the high guild, like the guys have lances that come in and save. Oh, the day. A guild knights. Yeah. So she's learning sort of like the ways of the guild, and he's not happy with the way of the guild because um, he, uh, it's kind of cliche, but basically the younger one is the more angry one, right? Er. Uh, because he doesn't know how to process his emotions that young, and it only comes out as anger. Um, so he decides to split from the guild and there's this sort of a hero anti-hero sort of thing between the sister and the brother and eventually it ends up and i haven't written the whole thing out but eventually it ends up with the brother um sort of breaking away from the guild and just going on wrathy and killing sprees um and of course which is, which is very very against guild sort of things right you can't go out which is monsters. bad very bad yeah very bad yeah um because a lot of the uh, a lot of the themes and monster hunter is balanced with nature right yeah you know like it's why they're the, there the wyverns always remind people like we should we should never go back to your we must have a balance we you know if it's right. things get too overpopulated we need to balance it we right you know we'll do what we did last time no and yeah what he's doing is bad yeah so he's out to just murder monsters now he's not carving them he doesn't need it you know like he he's he's just out so he's basically being like what we would see as this when you're not taking the context of the game of how it really is you're just like oh yeah i farmed 700 of this right he's sort of like that was my mentality of like this is the kind of person that that thinks the way this game is and then there's the guild person who understands that when you take a quest in the game in the war context you've only ever done it once right yeah exactly yeah there's not you haven't killed seven thousand of whatever monster technically according to the lore you just did that one quest the game mechanic is that you can replay that scenario that's it yeah replay the scenario never 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 again do the same quest they kind of I, i get what you mean yeah so it's it, 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 that was sort of like my little idea and i'm kind of happy that like you were like oh yeah they leveled the village it's like yeah that's kind of what i did <laughs> it's kind of similar like i was literally off the bat i'm i wasn't going into like massive detail but you you, you had some good little homework then like a nice good detail and now nah, your one's pretty good i like yours a lot a lot more than mine so you know clap clap to that i love it yeah good <laughs> Sorry, little fan i trick. don't mean to one-up you or anything it just it no, was no, literally no. something literally I mine did. was li- mine was literally off the top of my head i was like this 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 cliche yeah but it's really cool but yeah. yours was like ah but how about this but blah 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 but it's like, ah yours is better yeah it's cliche <laughs> i like it i like it yeah well i mean cliches work sometimes right? yeah cliches do work especially in monster it'd be really cool to see some cgi fighting yeah like fighting some monsters and stuff and seeing the designs of what they look like in quote-unquote real life and stuff and seeing the beautiful areas of like what the monster in the world is yeah cliche but you want to see the environment and the world of monster and that's what i that's why i'm so drawn to the game because the environment's so pretty yeah, I mean, I would almost accept sort of like an avatar kind of concept where we sort of land there in our current day technology and have to learn like what it's like there versus them coming to us. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a lot about the movie um, <laughs> uh, and, and other things. But um, so I wanted to talk to you. You seem to play a lot of Dauntless. Um, and I'm very much a person who sticks to uh the original of a lot of things so we talked about uh games that make clones right um it doesn't mean that the clones themselves are bad for instance doom kind of spawned the first person shooter genre it didn't really spawn it it was already there but it popularized it and yeah there, and there was games such as doom clones so monster hunter has sort of created a lot of monster hunter clones to to 
to not really discount those games, I, I know that God Eater is a really well-liked series, and uh, Tokiden is also really well-liked. Um, but we, we haven't really seen that come out outside of Japan so much until Dauntless. And Dauntless was going to be the first real PC experience until, well, until they dropped World. But <laughs> so Yeah, kind of slap in the face there. So what do you <laughs> what do you feel about Dauntless? Personally, I'm more of a person that's like uh, I like I, I also play Dungeons and Dragons, but Pathfinder came out that was sort of offshoot, and I was like I can't play Pathfinder. That's 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 cheating. That's or whatever. And eventually I, I played Pathfinder, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm going through everybody. Shut up, guys. Yeah, I mean, I was forced to by my players. Like they all voted for that, and I was like, okay, fine. But um, boy. <laughs> I'm sort of moving away from that. Uh, the, 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 I don't know. I feel like it was an elitist mentality of like, I only play the original series. So like, I'm going to be trying Dauntless. So I, w- I want to hear your opinions on it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Monster, I just said, Dean, I said it perfectly. What was I was going to say when you can talk about Dauntless. And like, Monster has created, the, it's created like the hunting genre of game. Not like, you know, where you get a gun and shoot deer or something. Like, you know, the hunting genre where you go out, kill something big and you skin it. Um, like, God Eater, played God Eater, loved the game. Tokiden, mm-hmm. loved the game. Dauntless, it's very interesting. And when it first got announced, I loved it. I loved the idea of it. It's a Western right. hunting game. And the, the Phoenix Labs guys who made it are like, yeah, this game, we're, we are inspired by Monster Hunter. So they, they're they a really cool bunch of people down at Phoenix Lab. Then, of course, Monster of the World happened, and everyone was like, oh, what's that Dauntless game? What's, what's that game? I did remember playing in very, very early access, and the game... It wasn't good, but end of the day, you can't really slam a game for early access. You really can't. Well, apart from Daisy, everyone knows what happened to Daisy. Yeah. Um, but the game's really polished now. I've like, it's now at the stage of being in open beta, which is going to happen on the twenty sixth of May, 20, I believe. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth now. Okay, I keep yeah. changing them. So twenty fourth now. Twenty now twenty fifth. Okay, but the game's really good. I love the concept of the game and the kind of story. Kind of works like this. You are a slayer and basically these massive behemoths have come out of nowhere and are basically destroying the world by sapping the world's life known as ether and Mm. basically what ether is kind of like these pools of energy that keep the world afloat and they sap up all the energy and these guys these these behemoths are savage they there's like when you read stories they have like little stories about the the behemoths and they they kill people Mm. They they slaughter people and it's like jesus this is quite dark so essentially, you have to go out and slay these behemoths, or they will literally destroy the world because oh. they keep on sapping up all the energy and stuff like that. But it's really cool because like you're in a city called Ramsgate, and it's kind of it's like the last bastion of like this for the slayers and for the humans. And you take these massive sort of like airships to so these things called the Shattering Isles. There's these floating islands, and it's like just stuck in motion. And you and they this land they land on top of them. And then the mother behemoths are on these shattering aisles and you go out and you go slaughter them. It's really cool. Huh. Um, I'm getting, you know, I don't... I've had a few comments playing the game saying it's a rip-off, that sort of thing. You know, I wouldn't say it's a rip-off. There's a rip-off game if you want to look at it on YouTube. It's called Hunter Blade. Them yeah. guys, them <laughs> guys did that. get... Them guys did a get... I got a very, very quick cease and desist letter by Capcom because that game literally is copy and paste. So... You can't really say, you know, Dauntless, God Eater, you know, they're clones and a copy of Monster Hunter. Or they're gonna get, they're gonna get sued, which I've got comments for. Or they're gonna get sued by Capcom. It's like they're not, they're not guys. The designs look nothing like the monsters at all. Like, I played the first Monster Hunter, so I've been, I've been really looking for similarities in the game. I really have. Like I wanted to see where they got like the inspiration from, and the weapons have a lot of similar similarities, like the axe, for instance, in Dauntless is a heavy weapon. It kind of reminds right. me of the hammer, greatsword, and longsword all in one weapon, in a way, wow. for the mechanic-wise. Like, it has the charge of ability, but you can move with it. And um, you can move with the weapon when you do a certain move, but then it can level up three times, because one, two, three, like, greatsword swings, are woof, and you smack them. Okay. And at the top and at the top left corner of the bar, when you use your axe, it builds up a bar, just like the longsword. And hmm. once you... Once it fills up, you can have a heavy attack that can smash down, and then your axe then has a giant buff on it. Like he basically gets an extra. You basically can hit harder now. And it can level up to three times. Wow. And the axe is a fantastic weapon. It's probably my favorite weapon. It's a very high risk, high reward sort of weapon. Like if you level up one, two, three, you, if you turn it just perfectly, you have like a yellow bubble that will block the hits. 
for Monster Behemoth because there's no blocking in the game. You can't block in Dauntless. Okay. So there's a lot of dodging. So stamina is really important in the game. So, uh, and then you have that weapon, the axe, and then you have the sword. So it's literally just called a sword, and, but it's a really, really cool sword because essentially all these weapons are charged by ether in the base of the world's energy. Oh, okay. And um, the sword's very quick, very agile. You can you know, dip and dive out, but it's some heavy attacks and quick combos. But when you put it again, it's got like a bar at the top left, but it's really unique in that sort of sense where what you, can, you can basically throw what element out of the sword at the monster. Huh. Like, for instance, there's a, I, I, there's a monster called the Embermane, kind of like a massive tiger with a right. rhino horn. And his element's fire. So, you, essentially, you can just throw a, sh- a huge fireball at the monster, which is really cool. And then you have the chain blades, very quick, very long weapons, but you have very quick weapons. They're very cool. I've not really played with them much, not really a fan of them. Okay. Then you have the hammer, where the hammer is essentially... The gun hammer. You've got a, it's a gun hammer, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. You can, you can jump in the air. You can charge up your attack. You can use your vial, what usually is a bullet, to charge up to it, hit even harder, reload. And it's it's a really fantastic weapon. Then you have the last one, which is called the war pike. Essentially, it's a giant, you know, it's a spear. And okay. you stab really quickly. And then you build up a bar again, and you can move away and just shoot a giant energy at them. The game, the game's very unique, and it's very punishing. Okay. Like, the game is hard. Like, if you mess up, you get punished for it. These mon- these behemoths, they, they will kill very. you. <laughs> they will kill you. There's a lot of there's a lot of grinding in the game. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, you've got to level up your gear properly. And if you don't... <clears throat> the first time you fight a monster is going to be very difficult. Okay. Like, for instance, and there's a monster we fought called the Pangar. And they, all these monsters have some sort of a... Uh, what's the word? A mechanic to them now. As I've hit right. the stage now where mechanics are needed. Like, the Pangar is a giant sort of, like, lumbering monster that rolls towards you. Kind of like an Uragan, in a way. Okay. Crushes you, crush you with a giant tail. And he's an ice monster. And on the base of his tail, there's kind of, like, rivets of scales, yeah? Okay. And if you don't break the ice off, he turns to a completely different sort of monster. Oh. It kind of like, kind of like a, a battery life. It's kind of like a battery life in a way. Okay. Like, it kind of boop, 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 boop. It kind of, you kind of builds up down his tail and he can break off the ice. But if you don't break it off, he kind of, like, extends. His whole body becomes encased in ice. And, and he just looks super vicious. Yeah, yeah, and that's not even... He's not even the hardest one, that's the thing. Yeah. But no, um, I don't agree with what people are saying, saying it's a copy, it's a clone. It's they, they, All these monsters are copy of a monster. I don't agree with it at all. I think they got a lot of inspiration from Dungeons & Dragons, I think, actually, as well. Awesome. Like... Uh, my favorite monster in Dauntless is called Shrike, Big Bear Owl. Uh-huh. But in Dauntless, not Dauntless, sorry, in Dungeons and Dragons, there's a monster called the Owlbear, isn't there? Yes, the Owlbear. They look, they, they, they look, they look very similar, yeah, basically. Yeah. So, you know, they've probably got similarities from Dungeons and Dragons, which I'm thinking, you know, but you know, I don't agree with them. And, you know, it's a very good game and it's free to play, so it's always worth to actually give it a shot. It's very clunky, like it's very slow paced, we'll say, which is understandable, but it does pick up very quickly. <laughs> you got to be quick. You got to be quick on your toes. Uh, that sounds amazing. I am a huge. So I, ran, I, ranted, fan. I ranted on about that for a while. I do apologize. No, that's totally fine. <laughs> I, I said I wanted your opinion. You gave me your opinion. That's great. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so like the, like I said, I love D and uh, I've talked about it on the show quite a bit too. Um, I write articles for D and D for uh, a Reddit site um, where I write ecologies of different D and D monsters. Uh, I just did the bronze dragon so maybe one day i'll do the owlbear i i haven't had the oh really, man the inspiration i played d i played D D once and i loved it it was such a great game because i'm playing it in school and it's like ah oh, you're a nerd you can't play that game like, oh yeah i'm a nerd i won't play it then but when <laughs> i'm growing up it's like you know what screw you guys i'm gonna play dungeons and dragons so i played with my friends and it was fun now i loved it yeah and i listened to it i listened to a lot of critical role as well they're a bunch of amazing guys i've been playing since i was in eighth grade so uh, nice and and most of the time I've been a DM since I've been in eighth grade since I'm sort of like the progenitor of D and D to a lot of my friends I'm the one that introduces it um, so uh, but I mean all that aside I do want to emphasis that 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 when I say clone of a game uh, and you were talking about that a lot and um, you probably weren't talking about how I used it but that was sort of the term used at the time for Doom and Halo and that kind of stuff is always oh, I know, I know a, you mean yeah this clone and it was just sort of a way to say um like how we say nowadays uh the term has sort of evolved to be like 
um, like we'd say, like, uh, uh, what is it? Blood, blood, uh, souls like other blood souls, Dark souls, Dark souls. Yeah. There's basically terms now to say it's like this game. There's sort of a basis of familiarity that you work with. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's like so a that's, game. That's what a doom clone used to mean. And that kind of sense. Uh, so I, um, I don't think that, I don't think that Dauntless is ever going to be really a clone. It's already got its own story and lore. It's already more upfront about it. It sounds like, but you can see the roots where it came from. Like I said, the, the Phoenix Lab guys oh, did yeah. say we are we are inspired by Monster and we love Monster Hunter. So I can see where they and got that's the inspiration totally fine. from. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's nothing I mean, wrong with that at all. The articles I write are entirely about existing Dungeons and Dragons monsters. I mean, I make them my own in a way, but like they're still. It, there's still a bronze dragon in D and D, right? It's not. It's not. It's okay to be inspired by something, and I. I don't. I hope that people, you know, give some other games a chance. I mean, I love Monster Hunter. I'm gonna promote Monster Hunter till till the day I die, probably. But uh, there are other games outside of Monster Hunter, which definitely, yeah. Um, it's okay to to try other games, even like Monster Hunter. So. Um, I, uh, listeners here may know that I actually just released, um, another show where, uh, my co-host Toaster and I go into one game a month. Um, and maybe Dauntless will be on that, that list. I don't know, but, um, I will definitely be playing it outside of my shows for sure. Um, I just, I want to try it out. So I, uh, I'll take you, I'll take you along with me and we can experience hell together. Yeah, assuming we can get the time to play together, because you are five hours ahead. Uh, I'm assuming that you guys are in uh, England, right? Yeah, man. UK. Okay. Uh, just UK. I was just guessing. God, God save the queen, you know, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm in US, obviously, but uh, Ohio, actually. <laughs> so there's I, like... I, 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 don't, I don't tend to sleep a lot, though, basically. Yeah, we can, we can definitely get some games in, man, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I stay up late, too, but, like, that might be a little late for you because um, on the weekends, I, well, I'm, I'm getting old now. I'm falling asleep by midnight, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to stay up to, like, 3 uh, uh, playing Monster Hunter, actually. That's how I got, you know, the 520 hours in is I would stay up till 3 playing. It also helped that I was unemployed for the good first half of it being out so far. So <laughs> um, That helps. Yeah. Um, but hey, I'm employed now, so I can't do that. So <laughs> you're gonna gonna be a grown up girl, and I yeah, <laughs> <sighs> hands on hips, pouting. Yep, <laughs> perfect. Uh, so uh, I'm excited to, to just try out all the weapons. Uh, I'm I'm a very one weapon guy. Uh, so like I said, I was a hammer bro for so long because I didn't play any other weapons. I mean, I, I dabbled right, um, and then when I played charge blade. Uh, it was it was funny. I started this podcast uh, when you know before Monster Hunter World came out. I started doing podcasts, I should say. Uh, this one I've rebranded once, so technically I started this. No, it was still before Monster World. It was like November where we rebranded. But um, the uh, you know a lot of people you know sort of got on me like, "What? You've never tried this?" I was like, "No, dude. I play one weapon. Like I I don't." I don't care to learn another weapon. I'm playing the way I like to play. I just, I find a way that I like and I stick with it. So oh yeah yeah, I it's not that I don't try other things. It's just that like I don't feel, it, it's weird because like I play other games like let's say for instance sometimes I play Call of Duty, I play every weapon in Call of Duty. I switch weapons between maps, even, like I, I'm just like I'm gonna play this one this one this one. I want to level up all the guns. So like, like Monster Hunter, I don't know what it is. I identify with a weapon. I stick with it. So I'm sort of excited to sort of try them out and see what is my style. It's sounding like it'll probably be um, the axe. Uh, the the axe is a great weapon. The great axe is, I use it all the time. It's phenomenal. But the pike yeah. might be one. <clears throat> um, yeah, very, very all unique looking weapons. They feel very different from all, you know, they, they don't feel like they're clones of another weapon. Oh, the hammer is just like the axe, but it does this. But no, they are very... They've act very differently with animations and stuff, and they play very differently. Yeah, they're very they're very cool. So, have you ever seen the movie Three Hundred? I have seen the movie Three Hundred. Yes. So, spear and shield. 
awesome. Experience. Uh, yeah, I talked. I talked to some of the community managers, and they uh, they have said they are there are more weapons coming to the game. It's just what you know. Oh, so the pike is just a two handed spear then? Two handed, two handed okay. spear, kind of, kind of like insect glaive. There you go. Okay. Um, well, I mean, honestly, that's always been my favorite kind of thing. But there's no such thing in Monster Hunter that is a spear and shield, yeah, uh, which it's a lance and shield. Right. Yeah, and lance and spear are entirely different things. Yes, they are. So I would love to see it. Every time I play a barbarian in D&D, he uses javelins. Oof. So you can stab and throw. Yeah. Actually, a funny story. I know you don't play D&D too much, but uh, my parents actually play. And uh, we do, like, every couple months, we get together, uh, my parents and all of their old high school buddies, and they've been inviting us kids. Um, so we've done two sessions so far, uh, and I'm going to be running the third session here in July. Um, but... Uh, we the, the previous session, uh, I was the only one that ever sort of role played. <laughs> They're all sort of like, oh man, the, role play is cool though. I, I know, I love it. Um, but I played a dwarf, dwarven fighter, uh, and I used javelins, uh, on top of uh, what else did I use? I think I used a hammer. Um, and uh, there was like, we're, we're going through the dungeon and we're doing all this stuff, and it's a one shot, so it's kind of short, but. The, the idea was we're supposed to go to this dungeon and get this relic. It's sitting on a pedestal. And I'm like, that's obviously trapped, guys. So we got to figure something out. And uh, they were like all debating it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw a spear at it. So I just threw my javelin, hit the object, knocked it off the pedestal. Yay, her, the day is won. Except I broke the ancient artifact. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, granted, I was being smart. Because a giant boulder did fall down and crush the rest of the artifact. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, um, that was a great moment. It was like, uh, everyone was like, what did you do? And I was like, it, we'll just take it back to him. He won't know. Like, he doesn't know what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I played D&D, I played, as, I played as a righteous paladin. I love paladins or yeah. righteous warriors or holy warriors. And they're my favorite sort of classes to play in any sort of MMO or anything like that. Yeah. And I wield a giant shield and a big, big one-handed hammer. And I was more of a tanky paladin, but my backstory basically made me really, 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 really hate undead. Because they're oh. like, again, it's kind of similar, like, I, my, I, my town was attacked by a lich. Everyone got killed. You know, that sort of thing. You know, very bad. So undead was like, kind of like my trigger word. I was very calm, but as soon as I heard undead, I was like, foam in the mouth sort of thing. Yeah. So my DM, we, we, we all came to this giant sort of like mode. And we were, fo- we were following a lich. And there was me, another paladin, a tiefling, a barbarian orc, and someone else. I can't remember what he was. And um, we came to this massive moat in front of us. And it was like, cool. I'm going to detect evil. Rolled. It's like, you know, or whatever. I, I think, I'm not sure if it's rolling or not, but he asked me to roll. I said, what do I know what's in there? Because is undead in there? He goes, yes, undead is in there. I was like... I said, guys, shall I play player smart or character smart? He goes, oh, you should really play character smart. I was like, huh. <laughs> I run into the swamp. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? So I run into the swamp screaming, like, you know, some righteous fury. Uh, I was thinking I was screaming my God's name. And then the mist dissipated and I was about 20 undead. And we were, we were very low level at the time, by the way. <laughs> we're at level like one or two and i was like a, an undead troll a mage some dog now it was just me surrounded by them i was like come at me and i didn't die everyone pretty much around me died <laughs> i was so tanky i was bouncing off me and like two of them had to like roll death saving throws because they the troll was like "Ooh, a tasty tiefling boom 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 yeah. slap <laughs> slap the tiefling and then like it was all it was battered and about the end it was like after everyone found everyone kind of went rob what the hell? <laughs> I was like, I was playing player smart. <laughs> or character yeah. smart. And yeah. then basically after that, there was like a written rule. It was like, okay, right. Someone has to be with Robert all the time. If he sees an undead, <laughs> you have to roll a strength check to hold him back. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. It did. It got a bit more hazy at the end, though. It was quite, oof, okay. We'll move on, though, because it gets pretty bad at the end. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, it was... <laughs> That that's fun. That that you know the stories like that. Um, you know, that's kind of what brings very special. Back. Yeah, you know, like I mean, that's sort of you know a lot of games in general. I mean, we all have like our, our favorite hunter stories too, right? There was, I mean, I've talked about this a couple times uh, where 
uh, if this was the original Monster Hunter on the PlayStation 2, we were fighting a Rathian in, um, do you remember, I think it's Area 4, the Forest and Hills. Basically, oh, it's yeah, the yeah. one in Generations where they've sort of cut that, that piece and you could now jump off of it. Oh, um, I know what you're about. Yeah, it's kind of the one near, the one near before the nest. Yeah, yeah, the one before the nest. Well, there's that ledge up there. And I, in my original playthrough of Monster Hunter 1, before, again, I lost that save, um, uh, I, I started with heavy bow gun. I was a heavy bow gunner in my very first iteration of the game. And my friends are fighting Rathian um, uh, below me, and I'm on the ledge, and I'm just firing away, hitting her. And I think it was – I don't remember the shots, but I think it was piercing. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, like, firing away, and then whenever she comes up to attack me, I just have to roll away and load and that kind of stuff. But um, there's a Vespoid buzzing around me up there always spawns yeah i know i know what you're on about yeah um i'm standing on the lip of it like very edge and um she's just they're just fighting her down there and she's sort of facing me um and i'm like okay i probably need to move but i i started loading and i was like okay I, I need to load up and then i'll move and it'll be fine uh the vespoid stings me and as oh. people know vespoids have a chance to paralyze you I then yep. went to my knees and fell off the ledge. And oh. I'm falling off the ledge as Rathian tail flips me. And oh. I clip against her tail to the arc of the, the top of the flip. And then I fall down and I do the heavy land where you sort of land on your shoulders and it takes you a few seconds to get up. Yeah, you can get blit and then you get blit and then you flop up again. Yeah. Yeah. So. This whole time, I've been severely damaged by this tail flip because I am a gutter. <laughs> yep. I am poisoned, and and I am rolling, and my health is ticking away to the last second. I immediately flip to the potion, right? And I'm drinking the potion, and I die in the middle of the uh. animation. And it was like literally – you know, the crazy thing is? It's just like when the cats heal you after you're dead. The, 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 the animation of it – happens as i fall down and i'm like it was the it was the worst death i've ever had <laughs> but it's such a fun story <laughs> oh god that's so awful so it's you know like there's always you know that that's i think that's what D brings out is there's a lot of stories like that because you of sort of make your own game so you get you get exactly that. yeah but i mean every game has those stories so it's and Monster Hunter is another big reason why I like it is, you know, it's so dynamic that you can build those sort of stories. Um, yeah. So like that, that was, uh, I'm, I think, you know, we're, we've got enough stuff here. I think it's been a great conversation. Oh, definitely. Man. It's been absolutely, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know it's been a big props to you. The fact is, you know, if no one knows he, he literally got up at like four o'clock in the morning just so he could, you know, record with me, and it's like, wow, that's, 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 that's pretty generous, man. The fact is, you know, you got work at five o'clock in the morning, that sort of thing. But still, it's it's pretty good, man. So, hats off to you. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I, I appreciate have people people on PP, uh, people on, um, right. because I, you know, it's. I made this podcast for the community, right? It's a, it's a hunt. I used to say it's by hunters for hunters, right? And I want to involve as many people as possible. And uh, that's why I ask everybody from the, the largest people to the smallest. I, you know, I'm, I'm ta- trying to talk to Yuri and I'm trying to talk to, and I've brought several people on from Reddit. Um, and I'm, I think next week we're going to try to go with uh, someone a little more low profile. But because <laughs> we've been doing a lot of high profile lately. Uh, so you, the carve, uh, we had NCH on last episode, um, NCH productions, the cartoon guy. Um, and, uh, we had the carve on and in between that, it was just uh, toaster. And I, at the time called Lobrin, he's doing a name change. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, uh, I, I just enjoy having people on and getting to know people in the community and just talking to them. So, I mean, this is really, it's been, uh, an honor having you on. Honestly, I love it when people come on. Um, so thank you a lot. Uh, no, thank you for inviting me on, man. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been pretty good. Um, I don't mind getting up early. I hate sleep. So <laughs> sleep's annoying. 
It is. That, it, that, it, that'll be my one wish, man. If I could wish, like, I could not, I'd, like, not sleep, but it wouldn't affect my body in any way, shape, or form. Exactly. Like, looks or feeling. You know, that's what I would wish for. But I could sleep if I wanted to. Yes. To pass the time. Now, you and I were on the same page. I feel like yep. when I sleep, I've wasted time that I could have been grinding or something. <laughs> or, you know. No, I agree. Writing articles or something. So... Uh, thank you, Hunters, for joining us uh, this early morning for me. And, well, that's kind of early for you, so okay. It so. is 10.24 uh, a.m. my time, so it is a huge difference between us, a five-hour difference, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. England, um, man. <laughs> time zones <laughs> suck. Yeah, they do. Uh, so this is uh, Forts1. Uh, you can uh, follow us at Hunters Hub Pod on Twitter, um, and you'll find this episode on SoundCloud, Google Drive, uh, YouTube even... Uh, and then, um, so, w- w- uh, sorry, stumbled on my <laughs> words there. So where can we find you? So okay. Well, you can follow me on mainly on YouTube. It's, uh, just, uh, you know, YouTube, I know at so Hellkites, and, uh, I do, well, I do hunting videos, mainly, mainly monster hunter, mainly monster, but I'm, you know, dabbling into a lot of other things. I, you know, dauntless and, uh, possibly other things when I get better internet, when my internet provider decides <laughs> to pull his finger out and do things. And follow me on Twitter as well, like, you know, again, so Hellkites, and that's pretty much it. I don't stream much because, well, bad upload speed. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys next quest. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was good, yeah, I love this. No, it was really good. Um, no, I mean, spuds are good, aren't they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We call them just, uh, we call them potatoes like in Lord of the Rings potatoes. Oh potatoes! <laughs> ah, I get you. Like potatoes. Mash them. You know, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. I love Lord of the Rings. It's so fun. I've not watched Lord of the Rings in years. It's been a long time since I watched that. I need to, I need to actually sit down and watch a movie. I've been watching too much Studio Ghibli lately. Oh, that's nice. My wife. I love stu- I love Studio Ghibli. It's probably one of the, my favorite sort of animation movies. So good. I love the Howl's Moving Castle. My wife's my wife's favorite. My my favorite is Cat Returns. I don't know why. I've never seen that one. It's amazing. It's done by some amazing voice actors. Essentially, it's that person. Oh, uh, this this schoolgirl sings. Cat-